Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Hello. Hello, 23 Personnel listeners. We know you have a lot of podcasts to choose from, and it seems like there's more every week. We truly appreciate you sticking with us here at the 23 personal headquarters where all we do is talk about tight end and running back position combos and uh, fast food combos. Uh, It's just food and sports here at the goal line. Spencer, it's good to see you, man. It's been a while. Yeah, we had uh, some time off there. Unplanned. Some family things, but we're back. Going to roll forward. Uh. Mm -hmm. Speaking of fast food options. Yes. Um, We're already into it. This is why you just, listen, people. This, right? is, this is our differentiator. This is what makes us 23 personnel in the Texas Tech podcast space. Not that we've eaten out more recently, um, but the occasions we've eaten out this, this past couple of weeks, I've gone to Wendy's twice. Yes, underrated, or at least in 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 my rotation of fast food burgers, underrated. It's up there, man. It's got to be like top five best fast food burger you can get is Wendy's. And what I mean by like fast food, I mean like like massive chain. I'm not talking about like yeah, Christakis or oh sure some yeah. kind of drive in. Talking about uh, you can find this place anywhere. It's up there. Probably yeah. uh, second for me within the city in terms of fast food burger. I like Whataburger. I wish Sonic could figure out how to make a burger. Like it, it's strange. Like they build it backwards or upside down. It's 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 weird. It's I, so, I can't it's do so it. strange that that's exactly where you were going in the negative, and that's exactly where I was going in the positive. When when you hit Sonic on a good day, I mean, God bless Oklahoma. It's. <laughs> It's it's really good, but you're totally right. The they put the veggies on the bottom, I think. Then they put the burger on the top, and things kind of slide around. But you just you just make it work. Yeah, I I don't know. For for me, this is getting off the rails really fast. For me, Wendy's Wendy's jalapeno popper salad. By the way, I have not tried that yet. Fantastic. You can get grilled chicken, and it's sort of healthy if you do that. Yeah, but if you're going fast food, I kind of throw in the healthy oh, out the it's, window. It's, it's sneaky spicy. It's good. Speaking of sneaky spicy, they're spicy nuggets. They're not like punch you in the mouth like hot immediately. It's a slow burn. Mm-hmm. But they all ha- they also have that uh, ghost pepper ranch. That's good. <laughs> Anyways, this is uh this is what makes us us guys. If you're new here. Um, we will be talking about basketball, of course. We will be talking about baseball. Uh, and not just Texas Tech baseball. We've got some uh, Cooper Little League Coach Pitch Braves baseball to talk about. Oh, I'm excited to hear this update. I, I'm, I'm completely out of the loop on the Braves. So I'll bring it back to speed. Um, for sure. So if you want to keep up with us, Twitter is, is an interesting, evolving animal these days. There's a, there's a Texas Tech space out there. And not like not like a Twitter Spaces where it's live, but just like um a new group, a Twitter group. 
It's tech stack athletics. Like like a Discord thing? Is it's almost like a channel? Like a chat yeah, channel? Yeah, kind of. In, and I'm, in Slack. I don't know if you have to be like specifically invited to it. I, I think there are enough people in and they're just it just the invite list just get bit bigger and bigger. If you're not in it, you should be. Um but if you want to keep up with us on Twitter, follow the show at twenty three personnel, two three personnel. Me, Spencer at punts suck. Two S's there in the middle, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And not tonight, but going forward, the plan is to have more shows over on ColorCast. Um, we've done some shows over there. You guys know what it's about, but those that are, again, new, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform, free to download and to use. Talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news or just interacting with us in our normal podcast episodes. Um, there apparently is a uh, major upgrade in the works right this second. Otherwise, we'd be there now. Um, but it's been good. We, we, we've had some, some guys on. With, uh, I've, we've been able to join other podcasts, color cast shows. Um, you know, you get brought into the stage. You get a certain amount of time, especially if you're not the host. <laughs> If you're joining like uh, Bosco's boys, you get a minute. Um, anyways, it's good stuff. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS app store. Google Android compatibility is upcoming. Create a profile, link your Twitter, follow us, follow me, follow 23 personnel to be notified when we go live. Um, we'll be live Tuesday nights, 9 p.m., and then uh, ad hoc as uh, Texas Tech baseball, not baseball, basketball, progresses through postseason play. So download the app, follow us, and come with your spiciest takes. So, you know, I mentioned before we started recording, Spencer, that I've just been tired lately. And I actually Googled multivitamins and, and all that kind of good stuff. Cause, uh, Centrum be- Silver? Is that I don't know coming up to, to Michael? I don't know if I'm to silver yet. I will be 40 next year. But, you know, multivitamins are a good way to support gut health, the nervous system, your immune system, everything. You can get energy. You can recover faster. You can focus. It's supposed to help with some aging. Um, but we have a special deal with Athletic Greens where you can get all this for less than $3 a day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. I didn't mention we're going to talk about basketball. Um, We'll get to that. We'll get to some Texas Tech baseball. Do some, well, for basketball, regular season wrap. Look ahead to the Big 12 tournament. Uh, And I guess talk a little bit about brackets and seeding and all that kind of stuff. Since I guess Texas Tech, if you know, depending on where, where you look, is on that verge between a three and a four seed. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about all that um, as we get ready for selection Sunday this weekend. So, yeah, it's here, man. Let's get to basketball. Here comes Stevenson. Spins. Over the top of Bolnick and a crowd strip by Owens. Ready on the run. Bounce pass. Here's Culver. Evans. Yes. Game over. Mooney with a crossover and the line. Owens. Now the shot clock is at three. Mooney spins, fires. Oh, he got it to go. Edwards with a three. Good. What a shot, Kyler Edwards. Ready double into Tariq. Owens who puts it down. Already, Odiasi crowbars it in. Got clocked down to five. Got the screen. Here's a three. Good. Culver got the separation. Oh, big shot. Step it up big time. 
All right, so the regular season has wrapped. Michael, Texas Tech finishes 23-8, and 12-6 and six in the Big 12, and 14th in the AP poll, third in the Big 12. Yeah, uh, not too bad considering. I mean, I know that everyone's kind of got a bad taste in, our, in their mouth over the last, you know, two of the last three games at least. And even that Kansas State game got a little bit closer than it should have. But, you know, I, I wanted to paste this in just to kind of keep us all in perspective because coming into the season, we had very few returning players. We had um, – Mark Adams, first time as a head coach in a while. He's obviously got three decades of head coaching experience at the collegiate level. And I just wanted to kind of throw this out there. Um, you can read the whole quote if if you want. Who cares what I thought in, in November 3rd. But I thought that Tech at that time was going to go like 21 and 10, 11 and 7 and finished fourth in the big 12. And I felt pretty happy about that. And so the fact that they not only did that, but they exceeded that. And while doing that, they swept Baylor. They were one incredible Agbaje shot away from uh, sweeping Kansas. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they lost some head scratchers, but they also lost some really key guys, you know, one of which is Kevin McCullough, who hasn't started a game since February 12th or something like that. Um, so it's it's just really kind of it's kind of fun to go back and look at those initial season expectations. And I thought it was kind of lofty then, but Tech exceeded them, you know, and that shows what what good a job Coach Adams did and evaluating the talent and the guys that he brought here and then coaching them when they got here. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't participate in the preseason uh, projections and predictions uh, that we that we did over on Staking the Plains because I just had no idea what to think what it would be like, um, and I think a lot like how I get sucked in in the football season or just like within a game, like I I I believe right, and then something bad happens, uh, and then. Then I just crash, you know, on this emotional <laughs> roller coaster with the team. Yes. <clears throat> Finishing one, one and two, the last three games, um, in games that you were projected to to win and you you should have won. Granted, they you know those two losses were on the road. Definitely puts a bad taste in your mouth, yes. right? Like you go to you go to Fort Worth and you lose that game. Uh, you only lose by three, but it felt like TCU kind of like they were they were always in it, and it almost like there were at times when it just felt like they just controlled the game. Um, you were able to keep it close, but they ultimately came out on top. Um, and then we saw you know similar stretches, you know specifically with the offense in all three games, but specifically in, in TCU and Oklahoma State where you had just really long extended droughts just disappeared i I think in stillwater it was like nine minutes yes it was like you lose this game by one like but you went nine minutes without scoring um and yeah tc and oklahoma state like they're they're good defensive teams as is the rest of the big 12 it's unbelievable how strong this conference is defensively on the court but dang um, and you mentioned, you know, the, the Kansas State game. We were all looking forward to the return trip and and beating them down like we saw the return trip for Iowa State. Um, TCU had a bad bad day in Lubbock. Oh, yeah. Um, West Virginia didn't do well. Like, no, but like, there weren't really any close games in Lubbock. Uh, this one was, was one of your closest, uh, and you win by five, but it felt like if memory serves, you stretched that lead out to five real late. Um, but I think saying that the, the thing that, that I, I wanted to, to guess, look, look for as, as the big 12 tournament starts, I, I don't think any games, um, I mean, you, possibly possibly might be on the verge of dropping to a four seed depending on how the game tomorrow goes 
but I don't think like it's a thing where you have to win or you have to win a certain number of games uh, to solidify your spot in the tournament. I just want to see the team win. I want to see them get this just funk away from them as they try yeah. to score going into the going into the tournament um, starting next week. Um, but two things I want to wrap up about the regular season one, Bryson Williams named AP and big 12 or by the AP and by the conference, all big 12 first team, which is fantastic. And then the AP named Mark Adams, big 12 coach of the year. Uh, the conference had that designation for Scott drew uh, of Baylor. Um, and then the other thing that we didn't get to talk about, we haven't, we haven't recorded an episode in Texas tech perfect at home this year. Yes. We, we kind of joked about it on some of the, the post game shows, especially when they were road games, but they had a, a large Texas tech, you know, attending group there. But Texas tech doesn't lose at home. They didn't eight yeah. perfect 18 and zero in Lubbock this year. Um, you want to look at some advanced statistics and metrics. Ken Palm uh, had you finishing 11th best in the, in the country this year. Uh, the previous time that we the last time that we, we recorded, uh, they were at 10th. So I mean, the 11th best team with a first year head coach and a, and a bunch of guys going into the season were like, I don't know what we have (laughs) (laughs) is fantastic. Um, Again, the, the weakness is just the, the ability to score uh, or just having the reliable that, that go-to person. Um, It, it's been good that you haven't had to rely on just one guy, right? Like you've been able to look at Bryson Williams. um, Shannon's had his games. K Max had his games. Arms has had his games. Um, Nadolny had his game. <laughs> yeah, he had one in Austin. Um, but I mean, it just good and bad, right? Like you didn't have that guy that you could just absolutely rely on. Um, on well, on the positive side, if that person was gone or was having a bad day, it's not like, well, we're sunk. We just got to get to the next game. Um, but the metrics kind of held that same thing out. Like your offense just wasn't. It wasn't as good. You, you finished 52nd in adjusted offense, according to Ken Palm, uh, down from 41st. But pairing this with, you played the 12th best ad- opponent's defense in the country. Right. And a lot of that, obviously, with the 18 games in conference play, plus the, the, the Gonzaga game, Providence and Tennessee all playing good defense for, from your non conference schedule had you up at 12th. So 52nd after playing the 12th best defense on your schedule, uh, then defensively interesting left for both Ken Palm and Haslam has you at number one in the country and adjusted defense and defensive efficiency, um, faced the 43rd offense. According to Ken Palm Haslametrics finished at 13th overall, in the country offensive efficiency at 30th. And like we said, defense number one. So, if there's if there's any way we could just get some more reliable, consistent offense, and I, you know, I hate to admit it on a recorded platform, but I, I did not get to see the Oklahoma State game. I got to listen to quite a bit of it, so I don't know if Bryson Williams was fed the rock that much. It seems like he's the guy that that Tech needs to kind of turn to when they can't get a bucket. Um, especially if McCullough's not around. So I'm, I'm, I feel like he's become such a, a vital part of this offense, and I, and I hope that people recognize that. I mean, obviously conferences and the AP voters recognize it, but you know, hopefully as a team, Tech recognizes that and, and tries to get him involved as much as they can because he really has made a huge difference in a lot of these games. He's a, he's a, the sole reason Tech went to overtime basically in you know in Lawrence. He was the only guy who could do anything. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and and looking back at, at all three of those games, TCU, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, the offense like it was stagnant in terms of it wasn't as aggressive as you're used to seeing. 
Um, you weren't creating space or good looks. And honestly, there were a lot of times when there wasn't even good ball movement. Like It's not like you're running the motion offense anymore, but there were a lot of times when it looked like early Chris Beard or Tubby Smith yeah. teams where you dribbled up the clock and then just like, we're going to shorten this game and take just a, a bunch of possessions away from the other team because we're just not that good. It felt a lot like those years where you'd kind of stand around for, like you, you'd slowly bring the, the, the ball up across half court. Um, and then you'd kind of sit there for 15 seconds until the clock hit 10 on the shot clock. And then you're like, all right, let's see if we can find a shot and, and throw it up. Um, hopefully that's getting sorted out. You get back to your aggressive ways. You know, um, I did appreciate, I think it was in the Oklahoma state game. They had a graphic that showed points in the paint and Texas tech doubled up season opponents. It's like a thousand fifty to 500 all season for points in the paint that Texas tech scored versus their opponents. Um, mm-hmm. just want to see them get one, get the, the offense going towards the basket uh, to, to mirror and, and to, to complement the defense where you just don't allow teams to do that. You, you force teams to, to throw the ball around to do what you were doing offensively, but almost by choice, you know, stand around, make a bunch of passes, waste a bunch of clock, and then try to find a shot that's ultimately a low percentage shot. Um, you just hope that your offense, like I said, can be a little bit more aggressive because you found success there in the past. Um, upcoming schedule, Michael, you've got Big 12 tournament started today, actually, the 8-9 game, because there isn't a 10th team this year. Way to go, Oklahoma State. Kansas State, West Virginia. West Virginia ends up pulling this out 73-67. I watched uh, a good part of the second half of this game. It was back and forth, two-point lead uh, in either direction for like 10 minutes of game time. And then... Like it felt like Kansas State missed two shots, and it was all of a sudden it was a ten point lead for West Virginia, and that was oh it. my gosh. Um, so West Virginia wins the eight nine game. They get the pleasure of taking on number one seed Kansas tomorrow. Texas Tech will be the last game of the day, which I don't like, but I don't have any say in the schedule. The three seven, I believe. Uh, three, six, three, six, you get Iowa state. Yes. Uh, ESPN two eight thirty. You win that game. You'll play the winner of Baylor and Oklahoma Friday night, even later at nine 30. You win that game. You're playing for the title on Saturday night. So three games away from a big 12 title, big 12 tournament title. Uh, like I said earlier, I don't think you need to win any games in terms of solidifying your position as a three seed. Although I think you're the last three seed. Um, it wouldn't hurt, obviously, to win this game against Iowa State. Really, I want to see the team do well and get the the offense going again. Because if you win, if you win Thursday night and then play Baylor and lose to Baylor, like I'm not going to be upset about that because one, it's hard to beat a team three times. Um, so you'll let Baylor have one of three. But uh you really just want to see that the offense is feeling like it's more in rhythm again. Yeah. And there's some hope there. Carlos Silva with the Lubbock avalanche journal. He's there in Kansas city and he tweeted a pretty popular tweet uh, saying that Kevin McCullough was indeed out and practicing today. Uh, I think fully practicing. I don't don't know if he was limited at all. He said he was out. He was out with the team. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he was out on the court. He was out and about in a good way. He was not sitting out, man. Yeah, my bad. But that's always a good sign. And I'm with you, man. I feel like we have the same type of conversation every year where it's, okay, it's the Big 12 tournament. You know, we're not we're not dying to win it. And it's not the end of the world if they lose or something. But it feels even more important right now than maybe it has in a while to where this team just needs to get going on the offensive side of the ball. And with McCuller hopefully playing, that can be a catalyst and, and getting this team used to him playing, you know, 30 minutes a game again, instead of 12 or not at all, or, you know, what, what he's been able to do. And we're grateful for that. We always are, but 
he's he's a catalyst for sure for that offense and a lot of that goes through him and um you know it's williams has done really well but he doesn't bring the ball down the court and he's not the guy at the top of the key setting up plays and there's only so much he can do without uh you know others involving him directly but offensively yeah we got to see something it's it's going to be kind of a tough pill to swallow if tech loses like you know 62 57 to iowa state or something and they they make four three-pointers or whatever and just look awful on offense and then you've got to just kind of stew on that for 10 plus days yeah. <laughs> until, until they play again in the tournament. I guess the, the, the first games would be a week from tomorrow, right? The 17th. Oh, you're right. You're right. It'd be a Thursday, wouldn't it? Anyways. Cause the play ins um, I think are Wednesday. Yeah. The, again, the, the thing that I want to see with Iowa state is, is obviously you want to win because Iowa state is projected a, to be a tournament team f- from the big 12. They, they are a, uh, I think a, a nine seed, which is a little bit better than the team that you would expect to see uh, in your first round as a, what would that be? Three, 14, 14 seed. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, right. They're a nine seed. Um, like, Joey Brackets has them as a nine seed going to the Midwest division. Yeah. You, like you may be seeing a nine seed level team in the second round. Um, Mm -hmm. so you want to, obviously you want to do well again to get just everything flowing. Right. Uh, but also to have a a good feeling about where this team's going to go, where they can get, I think just because of how, how the season's kind of dribbled out and, um, Kansas and Baylor, the way that they finished out, uh, you're not going to get the, the most desirable path through the tournament in terms of, of location anymore. You're hoping to get that Fort Worth, San Antonio route. Yeah. Uh, I, I, unless, unless you get some, you know, a friendly seating, I, I don't know if you're going to get that path. Uh, it looks like at least with Lenardi, you said he's out there, you know, he's got us out there in San Diego, uh, which I, is that through the, is that through Portland? The, the Portland uh, that's, side? That's the San Francisco, the San Francisco, so. the West San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you'll you have some, some fans there, obviously, but it, it wouldn't be the same environment as if you were playing in Fort Worth or, or in San Antonio. Um, I did want to go ahead and, and, and I guess briefly mention who the other seeds are around you. Uh, the one seeds, Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, Auburn. Um, Baylor's been really interesting just in how much they've, they've just yo-yoed around. Um, with, I, I guess that little, that skid they had there in the middle of the season, uh, they've just been building back Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, Villanova are the two seeds, Purdue, Tennessee, Wisconsin, tech three, Illinois, Illinois. Wow. I just read that as if it was <laughs> Illinois, UCLA, Providence, Arkansas, are the fours, Houston, Yukon, Texas, and St. Mary's fives. And then from there, it's when he gets wonky. So I, I, I stopped at five because <laughs> it like it, it varies wildly, even starting with like the five seeds, um, depending on where you look, because you get like automatic qualifiers that can be up like, like a six, seven or like a 13, 14. And you get play in games and last four in first four out type weird. <laughs> like I would like for me, I, I would expect like if you're talking about the last four in those are 16 seats and that's not, that's not how it's going to be. You're going to have like some last four in one will be like a 12 seat or something. Yeah. They're t- that. Thank you. I, I should, I feel like I should look up the dissertation that I'm sure there's like a 5,000 word article about why this makes sense, but it doesn't make any sense to me that all of the play ins are not 16 seeds. Cause that means that someone is playing. How do you play in to get it to be a 12 seed? That doesn't seem fair, right? Shouldn't you just be handed a 12 seed? Shouldn't Xavier or whatever and Wyoming just be handed it. And then like one of these 16 seeds down here, like, I don't know who is it? Delaware 
Delaware just gets to show up and get obliterated by Kansas. I mean, they don't get to, they don't have to play in. Yeah. I don't don't get it. I I don't think I'll ever get that, but you know, Joey brackets has tech over in San Diego. They would play Seattle first and then they would play the winner of LSU and Michigan, which sounds like a blast. Yeah, because you've you got history with both LSU and Michigan. LSU yes. you played last year, Michigan, obviously, in that Final Four uh, title game run. Um, so, yeah. Then you get paired up with probably, if if you get past those foes, probably... Um, Sweet 16 and beyond, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're looking at a Wisconsin or Colorado State game. So, Wisconsin would be fun. I mean, I don't know. I'm. It's just so exciting because this is still so new and fresh to me and probably to a lot of you listening to not just have a goal of going to the NCAA tournament every year, but having an expectation and then not only having an expectation to go, but it, it not being like, Oh, I'm just glad we made it. We're an 11 seed. That's, that's fantastic. We're so glad to be there. And, but like, no, you're, I'm worried about our seating. What's our seating going to be? How far can we go? You know, it's, it's such a great place to be as a tech fan. I love it. It's exciting. I always hated filling out brackets at work at my office because I just had no grasp on it <laughs> outside of, well, you know, tech won seven conference games this year. So I don't really know how the rest of college basketball is doing, but uh, this is fun. This is a good place to be. Yeah. Uh, something, something we may do as these games go along is, you know, Spencer talked about it earlier. We might hop on the old color cast, do some instant reactions. Um, just to clue you guys in again, ColorCast is a live audio only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join our group. You can follow us at 23Personnel. That's at 23Personnel. You will be notified when we go live. Uh, we're planning on going live whenever we record our normal nights. Just didn't work out this this week because ColorCast has a really cool update that they're pushing through that wasn't quite finished when we were ready to hit record. So we will be going live normally on Tuesday nights, 9 o'clock central. Um, we're recording Wednesday and we might be recording Wednesday next week. I haven't told Spencer this yet. So ignore that. But usually Tuesday nights at 9 Central. And come with your spiciest takes. All right. Michael has already mentioned that we are both getting old. I'm not pushing 40 just yet. <laughs> but guys, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for for your health. This is Athletic Greens. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athletic athleticgreens.com slash sports streak to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. All right, Michael, I do believe it's time for some baseball. Yeesh. Left field, well struck, Desloni picks it up on a bounce. He's racing for second throw. Out in second. Young lifts it to right field, looking for a second home. and some time because all the tools are there. Wow, this one launched deep left off the bat of Warren and into the bleachers. There he goes. And the pitch is driven from deep to right. Cursed that to the wall. Off the top of the fence. Here comes the big zone. Cameron Warren's going to murder home from first. From the third is late. And the Red Raiders have reclaimed the lead. All right. I don't know if you can pack for Omaha just yet. You had a rocky start to the season, one and two. And then you rattled off eight, eight straight wins. I think so. Gosh. Uh, the, the, the math checks out. And then um, it brings you up to this week, Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, down in Biloxi, Mississippi State, defending national title. Uh, champions there you split the series last night you gave up a a huge i think it was a nine run inning um yes it was nine <laughs> you did end up getting a close uh, closer i should say uh end up losing like i said five to eleven eleven to five uh and then today you blew it open in the fourth inning you jumped up five zero on yet another 
Parker Kelly Grand Slam. Now, I know we haven't ever recorded since then. Dude has hit five home runs in five days. Three of those, Michael, have been Grand Slams. Wow. He's gone from, I think he had two career home runs coming into the season, and he's put up five in a week. Uh, He had two in this this past series versus Merrimack. Um, In fact, he had both of the grand slams he had against Merrimack were in the same game. I kind of thought so. I I wasn't positive about that. (laughs) In a weekend where Texas Tech scored 70 runs, um, but did it tonight again or this afternoon early this afternoon they, they moved the game a couple hours because they were they had cold uh rainy conditions there in Biloxi uh and they wanted to get the game in um very Tim Tadlock move <laughs> there's there's rain coming it's gonna be cold let's, let's let's get this done um and then two batters later Dylan Carter hits a solo shot of his own to go up five nothing and then pulled it out seven two in the end um apparently Michael Parker Kelly can hit. I know when we're talking about where, you know, starting positions or projections or who's going to start where like, Hey, Parker Kelly has been your third baseman for a while. I'm like that may be, you know, in question or it may be, uh, it may just be, be up to his bat. Right. If, if he can hold on, but dang, he's like, Oh, you guys don't think I can hit. <laughs> he is this. third on the team in batting average at three sixty eight through 13 games. I, I think career wise, he was coming in, um, in the mid two hundreds. So he's added a, a you know, hundred points to his batting average. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing here. I don't actually remember his career batting average coming into this season. 368 true freshman. Owen Washburn dude can hit too. He's hitting 370. And despite everybody trying to avoid Jace young, He's hitting 404, leading the team. Well, and wasn't he, I think he was like 260 or something in the first weekend. It wasn't good. It wasn't, it, it good. wasn't great. I mean, so for him to bounce back, that takes a lot of, I don't know, to, to now be at 404. What, what did he bat, like 600 the last eight games or something? I don't, I don't know math that well, but it's got to be yeah. pretty good. So since the opening weekend, you had the home opener versus Dallas Baptist where you came out and won eight to four. Then you had the home series against Kent State. You swept that one 10-7-8-1-7-5. Then you hit your first true road game and your return game out to Dallas and took them down 4-3 to three in extras. I believe it was just 10 innings. Then you had a home series, a four-game series versus Michael's favorite Civil Warship, the Merrimack, <laughs> where I, like I said, mentioned that Texas Tech scored 70 runs. They opened up the offense 17 to 1, 21 to 5, 20 to 2, and 12 to 4. So they, like I said, scored 70, allowed 12. Good to see the offenses. The bats are actually there. The guys can swing and hit the ball. Uh, did, like I said, drop the first game against Mississippi State. Got tonight's game back, 7 to 2, to get you to, to 10 and 3 on this young season. Speaking of young, number one on Sports Center last night. That that diving catch he had, yes, going back, right yeah, second base, yeah. Did you see that? Um, he was a, a former college baseball athlete, Stephen Shock. Uh, I can't remember which team he played for, but he was um, he, he got a lot of attention on just how he carried himself and how he played the game and just how he did on, on Twitter too. He, he was a he's a big Twitter personality right now. Um, and he's been all over. The, the college game, obviously, just because you know he's a he's a former college athlete. Wait, say uh, his name again. Stephen Shock is like S C H O C H. Okay, or maybe it's S H O C H. Anyways, um, he tweeted out a video of of that catch from a different angle. It's almost from. It's not behind home plate, but it's it's back in that area. Um. Definitely see a lot of young barking at the Mississippi State uh, <laughs> dugout, and I loved it. Now, granted, there, there was a Mississippi State fan that replied and said he messed around and found out, didn't he? Because Texas Tech did end up losing that game. Um, but you know, 
Oh, yeah. For some reason. Okay. Yeah. I follow him too. For some reason, I never really knew his name because his, his handle is big donkey 47. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I played for Virginia. Yeah. I, he's a great follow on Twitter. So he's at big donkey 47. If you want to follow him, yeah, he's got uh, 57,000 followers on Twitter. So it's not like he's anything new. Yeah. And he's using it as much as he can to highlight just anything and everything about baseball or college baseball, you know, you know, teams you've probably never heard of players you've never heard of, but great plays. He's, he's in there, man. He's, he's a good follow and he's, he knows that. I mean, he knows that he kind of what he basically had a killer stash and a great personality and that got it. Was that, was he the guy that did the whole dipping dots thing too? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he, he definitely gained some notoriety in, in Omaha a few years ago or last season. Anyway, he, he's definitely a fun follow and I'm not a huge college baseball aficionado by any means. Y'all know this, uh, but he's been a blast cause he'll just highlight these, these guys that, you know, these absolute units out here <laughs> hitting home runs for schools you've never heard of. And you're just, it's just amazing. And Speaking of absolute units though, Michael, did you see his latest picture he tweeted out? It's from this game tonight, uh, McNeese State versus LSU. Mm-mm. There's a McNeese State player with the most glorious mustache. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's the said, facial hair coverage. He yeah, said he's, this mustache has 10 years of, of, of hard detective work. <laughs> yeah, 10 years of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this mustache has 10 years of homicide detective written all there over it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he, he's a fun follow, but he's he's actually um, had quite a few text tech things um, in his uh, his content lately. But yeah, if you haven't seen that video from more behind the plate of that Jace Young catch, you should go check it out. Um, upcoming schedule: you've got a road series this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Rice, and then you get a midweek series, two game series, Tuesday, Wednesday next week versus New Mexico. Um, and I don't have the schedule pulled up just this second. I believe after that though, I've got it. If you need something, uh, just no, who, you, Oh, Iowa so next weekend. I, I was thinking, is it already big 12 play? No, you got, you travel to Iowa, which is going to be interesting, um, to go play a big 10 team on the road Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, after spring break, March 22nd, home versus Cal Baptist. And then that weekend, the 25th. So two weeks from now, you've got your first home conference series versus Texas. This is a great year to host that series because Texas has lived up to the hype so far. It seems like they've seen, yeah, they've been pretty, (laughs) yeah, they've been very, very legit. Um, I think I I was trying to poke holes in it because I saw, Oh, they only beat Texas state eight to nine. Um, but I think Texas scored. It was, it was kind of weird. Like, um, Texas scored one run and then two runs and then Texas state court scored six, the following half inning. So it was six to three. And then Texas immediately scored six runs of their own in the top of the next inning. So I thought, okay, so it was, whatever run Texas state had, it was over pretty quickly. They were up six, three, and then all of a sudden they were down nine, six. Anyway. Yeah. Texas is pretty good at baseball. That's all I know. The other thing, just because you brought it up, um, just getting updates from Keith on our Slack chat. Texas is on their eighth pitcher of the game. Uh, David Pierce was just ejected for arguing balls and strikes. Um, let's see. Texas has thrown nothing but back in bullpen guys. This game in Texas state has now thrown two weekend starters. This game literally means nothing to David Pierce. And it's pretty funny. Uh, Texas state just hit a ball off the second base umpire eliminated an RBI and sent the runner back to second base. Rough. Anyways, Guys, you know, today's episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community 
that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports, like with us, 23 Personnel, sports, food, and sports clashing at the goal line. They're here to help us grow and make, nope, to hate your favorite team. <laughs> Believe me, Andrew and his social media team hates Texas Tech. Just they hate us. A rising side lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org. Open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink, but without the vowels. So that is S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. All we ask that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. All right. Michael, I'm, I'm looking ahead in our notes for uh, what, what do we learn? And uh, something, man. That's something. So let's, oh, let's, okay. let's get right. there. Let's get there. Um, make sure I hit the right button. Now I'm not even t- entirely sure which one it is. All right. It's, it's this one. What do we learn, Palmer? I don't know, sir. I don't know either. This board with the color-coded buttons is nice. I, I would... What do we learn is pink. Oh, okay. So just like a jelly bean. If I, if I ever forget, hey Spencer, it's the pink button because yeah. purple is questions, <laughs> which we didn't ask for questions. You gave me a look like, well, because of course, because of course, when you is. think questions, that you think purple, yeah. Just like football is yellow, basketball is orange. That that one does make sense. Football Base- is yellow. Kind of makes sense because of the flags. Sure, baseball is a is a light blue. Powder blue is, you know, a beautiful kind of baseball a, yeah, uniform. Yeah, kind of a thing. The starting and ending uh, music, starting is green, ending is red. That one makes sense. Wait. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought I heard you had two greens. Okay. No. And then, yeah, I just... What do we learn is pink, and questions are, of course, purple. It would make sense, because, like, except for the, the, the ending button being at the top, like, it just goes in order. It's got football. Then basketball, baseball, uh, questions. Mm. What do we learn? I put them there on purpose. Yeah. That's normally how maybe, we go. Maybe I should rearrange it and make sure that red's at the end, but then I would totally throw this off and I'd be hitting like our questions bumper when it's like, wait, this is supposed to be what we learned. We would just have to, we'd have to start all over. Yeah. Anyway, this is our third take guys. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why this episode is short, so short because we found out where to cut. <laughs> uh, because we've, we've done this three times. Michael, what do we learn? I learned that Starburst jelly beans are so much better than Jelly Belly. That's almost blasphemous. But Is I, it, What? Really? So you have you're a, going away from the original with Starburst tricked up version? I'm not sure, man. Yes. Yes, because... Okay. Defend your position. Here's what happened. My five-year-old wanted some jelly beans at the store. And so my wife bought a little bag of Jelly Bellies. My five-year-old got home with them, discovered she hated them because they are mostly crap flavors. They don't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, they're, no one wants a caramel popcorn or butter popcorn jelly bean. No one wants that. No one wants a, what was it? Oh, here's what happened to me because I, I st- I've, I've been eating them begrudgingly just, just to show how much I don't like them and make sure I'm not incorrect because when they do hit on the flavors, they are good. Like the bubble gum is good. Uh, I think the watermelon one's good. Like the tutti frutti, even the toasted marshmallow. Okay. That's kind of out there, but that's pretty good. But where it threw me off, like the first day I did it, I thought they're not that bad. And I poured into my hand. And I had a buttered popcorn. I had a licorice. I had a cappuccino and I had a root beer. And and the problem with the cappuccino and the root beer is they look the exact same. So I thought, well, I'll just pop these in at the same time, knock these two out. No. Have you ever had cappuccino root beer, Spencer? Because I have and it's gross. It's the worst. Look, man, I I if if we're gonna be if we're gonna be comparing apples and oranges here. <laughs> Like, no, of course not. I'm not going for off-the-wall specialty flavors. Like, when I'm going for jelly beans, I'm going for the fruit or fruit-adjacent sweets. I'm yeah, not going just, for licorice. Licorice is trash, whether it's jelly beans or... Jägermeister. Uh, Twizzler or... 
Jaeger. <laughs> I mean, red Twizzlers is pushing it. Definitely not black licorice. That stuff's disgusting. Um, but if you're going to talk to me like, like that, that, uh, that knockoff from Harry Potter with that all every flavor bean, you get earwax Ugh. and booger and vomit. That, that's like yeah. saying those aren't very good. No, well, no S Michael. <laughs> no, when I grab a jelly bean, I'm not looking for popcorn or no Who cappuccino. Is? I want. Okay. So without doing a lot of research, if that's just like their standard assorted mix, just a bag of their 30 flavors, then screw that. D- d- give me a Starburst. I'm, 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 I'm converted. Thank you. Thank you. Starburst jelly beans are, it was a problem because, you know, my wife got those for our, our five-year-old and then, you know, the jelly belly ones. And then she went back and got the Starburst ones because <laughs> she was so disappointed. And then, uh, yeah, dear old dad over here, I ate like 90% of that bag of Starburst jelly beans to the point where when my daughter finally went back to the pantry for them. And I say, finally, this was like three days later. And she went back to the pantries. I left like a handful. I'd left just enough to where if someone went back, there's going to be like seven or eight (laughs) jelly beans. I I have a problem. So we haven't bought another bag, even though I've really wanted them. And they have the, the, the red ones. You can just get the red starburst ones, which I mean, I might as well just eat those at the dentist office because I think that there was one time I went to the dentist and I think I had two cavities and it, there was a woman who worked at our office who kept us stocked with so much candy all the time. And it was Easter season and it was starburst jelly burst jelly bean season. And Mm. they, they specifically gave me cavities like six years ago. So I've got to be careful. Speaking of cavities. So I, I had some, had some dental work done earlier this year this spring January really lucky you on the baseball field last night. Well on the practice field as a assistant coach, I was helping out, not leading practice or the drill popped in a handful of sunflower seeds. Didn't think anything of it. Nothing hurt. Nothing felt off. I get home. I can't drink anything because immediate stabbing pain into a tooth that I had work on. I was like, what is happening? Called the dentist today, go in like, we can't see anything wrong. Your, 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 your bite doesn't line up like it should. So like maybe you're, you're, you're grinding your teeth. It's like it came on immediately. Like something <laughs> happened. She's like, well, maybe, maybe with this, you know, with that or, or the, the sunflower seeds, you, you might've damaged or bruised something. Typically that, that will kind of go away on its own. will kind of heal and whatever within 10 days. Uh, so we're going to give you like an extra fluoride treatment. It's going to help desensitize that, that area. And then we're going to give you some, this sensitive toothpaste. See how that goes. I want you back in a week. I was like, man, anyways, it was sunflower seeds. It's not like you were I, I chomping on, you know, gobstoppers. I, yeah, it wasn't like, it, like I ripped like the, the cavity out the, but they couldn't see any problem. Like when they did, they, they did the visual inspection, you know, prodding around. Wow. Uh, they had me bite on a bunch of things. It was like, it didn't hurt to bite. I was like, it's not sensitive it, until there's liquid water cold in my mouth. And it's literal death. And it just started <laughs> immediately. I came home from practice and I could not, I, I, I could barely eat anyways. Okay, so we did, going back to Jelly Belly, we did have a can of the Bean Boozled Jelly Beans on our, our uh, conference table. More is, um, well, it, it's not as good as you think it is. It's okay. one of those, like, um, it was a punishment. Instead of contributing to the swear jar in our office, you had to get a jelly bean. Oh, so okay. it was kind of like the Harry Potter ones. Right, so there are 10 jelly beans. 20 flavors and they go as such. You can either like there are two flavors per color. So they'll give you a a jelly bean, but it could be one of two flavors. Oh, I see juicy pear or booger (laughs) strawberry, banana smoothie or dead fish berry blue or toothpaste birthday cake or dirty dishwater (laughs) peach 
or vomit, tutti frutti or stinky socks, pomegranate or old bandage. <laughs> I, I, I didn't try that one. Toasted marshmallow or stink bug. I smelled that one. I Somebody Ooh, else got it I and smell I smelled right it. Now. I was like, mm. cappuccino or liver and onions, buttered popcorn or rotten egg. <laughs> old bandage. So if, if if you need a if you need a uh, a twist on the swear jar for your office, just pick up a box of bean boozled jelly beans and make the offender uh, roll the dice. Oh man, okay. Take a round on the old uh, bean boozled Russian roulette. I don't think I want anything to do with that. But then again, it sounds really exciting. If I got the vomit one, I probably would vomit. Just spit that crap right back out. I think that would immediately. <laughs> All right. I mean, with that though, I I, I didn't want to say I, we're, we're, we'll talk about Braves baseball next time. I can't wait for spring. The weather is getting nice. I did. Finally. I did cook out tonight. I had burgers and hot dogs. It was fantastic. Um, that'll do it for us on the Twenty Three Personnel Podcast. Getting ready for the Big Twelve tournament and Stable tournament for Michael. I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast and sharing our fandom for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. You can connect with us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. And find even more great content over on stakingtheplanes.com. Help us out by rating the show and leaving a review on iTunes and subscribe on whatever channel you listen to podcasts. Remember to tell your friends about the show. The guys will be back next week with another episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.